You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. It was a tale of two halves, but the Flames remain perfect, bowl eligible. Bowl eligible. Six games in, six bam, victories. Bam, bam. Give us the bowl game. We're going bowling. <laughs> we want um, more. We uh, want no, more. That's just that's after the game. Chadwell didn't even formality. know. Are we three and four or three and zero oh in the conference? Four and zero oh in conference. Just You're just perfect keep, just in win, conference. Baby. Just win um, the day. Just, just win, win the, the day. day. On the road, quick Wait, turnaround. Who, who, who is this podcast? Who's? This. I don't understand it. How does this all happen? Pay the bills here. Really, really happy oh, that Joe was able to watch the game after his pickleball Joe league last night. night. Joe put in a night. Because yeah. he played Joe pickleball, yeah. and then he was just like, oh, I need to catch up and watch the Flames no, game. No, it wasn't so like I'm that. glad that we weren't like text threading <laughs> uh, with Joe because we would have given away some major storylines. But it is the Flame Central <laughs> podcast powered by Alcova yes, Mortgage. You. Without Alcova Mortgage, this thing wouldn't exist. So thank you for giving thank us you, the power, Joe Yock. Amen, amen, you and bring amen. The power. You're welcome. Yes. Man. Okay, so we'll talk about <laughs> how the Flames handled this quick turnaround yeah. and uh, the high-tempo offense of Jack State. We'll also talk about some of the standout players, basically my entire Flames fantasy team. Oh, boy. Brylin Green is elite. Aaron Bedgood, Quentin Cooley. You got Kobe Singleton with another pick. Uh, a lot of stuff to yeah. discuss. A lot of action. A lot of action. Lot of action. We'll preview Middle Tennessee action looking ahead to next Tuesday's action. game back on the mountain. Mailbag. Um, mailbag. The whole deal. We just what got the whole up. thing. What a lineup. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's, Let's roll. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. We're going we're gonna to let Joe kind of build up yeah. some of Get his Yacht Talk yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Matt, what was your storyline that you took away from this game? There's a lot that you can look to. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go maybe a little not as obvious. I know Joe's got something good coming. I'm going to say one of my biggest storylines was the Joe Carter coming out party. Yeah. Yes. Not since Rick James. principal. Joe not, Carter. They call him Rick James. They the call principal. him the super freak because Jamie Chaddle said he looks like Rick James. <laughs> not since game six of the 1993 World Series has a Joe Carter had a better night. <laughs> That's a throwback. That is a throwback. Toronto Blue Jays. Brett McGibbon's loving that right now. Big Jays fam. Not since that Joe Carter has another Joe Carter had such a good night. 11 tackles. He was everywhere. Remember, this was a guy that was a walk-on that got a scholarship before the season started. And he, this was a coming out party. 11 tackles tonight. Did a great job supporting the run. Did not see a whole lot of Jerome Jolly. I don't know if it was Mm. situational or if he's dinged up. I know he was a little banged up in the Sam Houston game. But you see Joe Carter come in at a position where we've talked about, like, Ugh, not real deep at linebacker. You had one guy bolt already during the season. And to see him come up and play this way, I think, has to be such a huge thing for this defense moving forward if you can get that kind of production out of it. Yeah, and, and Chadwell said after the game, this guy comes in and does his job over and over and over, like Matt said. Walk on yeah. who received a scholarship. Coach Jackwell said he epitomizes what it is to be a flame and what we want this program to look like. So that is high honor. Joe said after the game. Smoking Joe Carter. I didn't get a lot of reps, you know, as a walk-on. But whatever reps I did get, I took advantage of. And I built day after day. And it turned into what my job is now and and making big plays. So you can see how that's paid off. Yeah. 
I like that name. That's a good name. Yeah. Smoking That's Joe Carter. That's a good name. Joe, speaking of Joe. I'm going to take that one ride. Right, you go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Super Smoking freak. Joe Carter. Super freak. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what was your storyline um, of here, the game? Listen, here's oh, my okay. story. We're listening. Uh, here's my story. Hold on. What's that? Oh, do, you want me, do you want me to set you up? Yeah, set me up. Okay. Set me up, Oh, do you Why want to am I up? even here? Uh, let's do, let's Why start am with I quiet, here? Quiet, you quiet, gotta quiet, stop with that. Quiet, we, we gotta, love you. Hey. You're special. You do an awesome <laughs> job. We're proud quiet, of you. Fast. You just you're, like you're, love no. Matt hey, so hey, much hey, more. Sh- 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 no, I don't. Hey. <laughs> 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 this is this is for this is for the social media teams. We need this an easy edit. All right, ready? Easy edit. Joe, what stood out to you in this huge win for the Flames? Let me tell you what stood out to me. Here's what stood out to me, is everybody's, it's a short week. It's a this. It's over oh, 40 days. How are they going to be able to recover so much? You know what? The, the, the Bill Durkin and the offensive line said, I don't care if we're a little banged up <laughs> yeah. and we're on a short week. Yeah. We're going to put our feet in the ground, stick our hand in the dirt, and we are going to get after your hind parts, okay? <laughs> so Durkin got his boys going, and they yeah. were, they ran the ball in between the tackles. So Bur- Durkin walked into the to the meeting room. What he he stood up right there. He put his thumbs inside his belt buckle. Yeah. He lifted those bad boys up, and he said, boys, it's time to go to work. Yes. And that's what the O-line, and that's what Cooley did, and that's what the boys did, and that is how you become great at the game of football. Cooley. Can we get the Cooley chance next week? Cooley. My man has earned it. Yeah. What do we have to do? I want to hear yeah. when Middle Tennessee comes to Williams Stadium on Tuesday and Quentin Cooley gets a handoff. I want to hear the Cooley. We got to get it going. The we, kid deserves it. He really That's does. A, that, that, you got to talk to the Jokers. We got to get carry that match. We got to we got to get in touch with the PA guy. Get it to the PA guy. The PA guys got to give like a Quentin Cooley. So what you're saying, you know, offensive line really getting down dirty. So Coach Shivo said also after the game that they've really challenged the guys to be physical. That was how they were going to have to win this game. But when you look on the defensive side, I mean, this offense for Jack State, I was just like, hurry, hurry, get back in position, get get it together, get together. Obviously, that was probably a factor of how they practiced that high tempo, but they didn't have that much time to practice. So how do you think the defense adjusted? I think it was a tale of two halves, like they said, after the game, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, how do you make that adjustment? Yeah, well, so the hard the hard part is when like, what's the reason why offenses go fast, right? They want to be able to. They know the stuff they're going to run, right? So they can they can do it like yeah. this, right? What it forces a defense to do is you can't you can't make a lot of calls, you can't disguise, you can't run, run a lot of different defenses. So it really, in many ways, why these hurry up offenses work is because it says like. You're not defensively going to catch us off guard because you can only everything's going so fast. You can only give so many looks. So the the impressive part of that for Liberty is defensively is like okay, you want to line up and just yeah. play football. Here's what we're going to do, and we're going to say that our dudes are better than your dudes, and we're going to stop you. And I think that is one of the most imp- it, it exposes you to how good of players you have so it really it was really a testimony to liberty to the defensive staff and to the players that you don't have to do but like we're just going to line up and play yeah. football and beat you well two things on that too number 1 conditioning yeah right, right? And Ch- it goes back shout to that. out Chad Scott Chad Scott which you talked about last week as yeah. well that continues to show up in a game like this short week and now facing tempo like that but also credit the focus of these guys. Joe Carter said after the game, he's like, after every tackle, people were screaming, like players at each other, get back, line up. They're like, our whole goal was we want to beat them back to the ball. We want to be lined up before them. And 
That's something every coaching staff, I'm sure, says against a tempo team. But you have to remain so focused throughout the course of a game. Because all it takes is one or two times yeah. where you make a play, you're strutting, you're feeling yourself a little bit, and then it's they're lined up and going, and then they pop a big one. Good, and the focus to get back and good continue point, to get lined up was huge. Very good point. Maybe yeah. we'll clip that one off yeah. and use don't, it on no, the no, social no. media. Don't, don't, I, didn't, I didn't have the passion. <laughs> I didn't have the passion for that. Um, we did see three different quarterbacks for Jack State. Yeah. So. You never know what's going to happen with conference play and what the, this championship will look like. They also had their leading rusher, Malik Jackson, out. So I'm not saying that the Flames couldn't ha have won with, um, you know, the right pieces in place for Jack State. But you need they, this is yeah. a good football they're team. You can tell team. that they're coached well. Um, they want to go quick. Uh, they weren't very happy when the refs weren't in position yeah, at a couple Rich spots. Rod, Rich so. Rod was not pleased. Yeah, not at all. Um, okay, let's go back to the offensive side of the ball. Okay. Matt, we were texting a little bit in the first half. It didn't look like Caden Salter was really in a rhythm in that first half. I know this was this. You didn't see this until like 1 a.m. So I don't know Why your judgment. I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're yeah. um, but, you know, uh, Chadwell did say after the game, I don't think we are making the right calls to get Salter in that rhythm. What do you think that that is what you can point out for the the lack of, um, you know, execution offensively in the first early, half? And there's always kind of that feeling out. Right, you know, early in a game, trying to kind of figure out what are they trying to do. Okay, what can we do off that? He started the game one of eight passing in the first half. He's four of twelve for thirty-two yeah. yards. I felt like, yeah, he wasn't in a rhythm. They were getting after him a little bit. He was having to run around. I feel like once they got a couple of easy throws for him, like right. uh, you hit the, a couple to the sideline, you got tight ends involved. Uh, you know, you had to just just get him a couple easy throws where it's not. Read the whole field, but just get the ball out. There was that that touchdown pass, or it tried to to hit C.J. Daniels, where it was like just a little. He just seemed like a little off with some of his. Yeah, throws but I think like just get seen. him a couple easy ones to get into a rhythm, and yeah. then you saw obviously what Joe talked about. You just start pounding the football because yeah. that's what at the at the heart of it, that's what this Liberty offense is. And when we were going into the season, what did we say? Well, you know, the offense could take a little while. They'll probably really lean on Quentin Cooley early. He was the one guy we felt we knew what we had, right, in him. We'll probably really lean on him early on and then start to open it up. Well, it didn't really work out that way. Early in the season, you had everything working. Yeah. But in yeah. a game like this, you come back to what's our identity. We're big on that offensive line. We've got some powerful dudes up there. You know, Quentin Cooley is a dog, and he is just going to keep hammering it in there. And so that kind of settled things down. Let's just go back to who we are. Mm -hmm. This was a fast defense. Sideline to yeah. sideline, Jacksonville State was pretty athletic. So they say, okay, fine, we're just going to hit you in the mouth. And we were the more physical team. And I think that just kind of let everybody and Salter and all those guys just kind of, all right, take a breath. Let's just get physical and pound it between the tackles. And that kind of got the offense back on track. Quentin Cooley, Chadwell said, got stronger as the game yeah. went on. You know, those first few runs early were like four or five yards, and then you started He's picking up some. people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was really dragging yeah. people down yeah, the field. How it. difficult is that for a running back to just keep their head down and, and stay focused to, I mean, to be I able mean, to? I mean, I look back at, like, Day-Day Hunter last year. Right. I mean, that was a strong runner who, who finished runs. And Cooley started – you could sense his confidence – yeah. As he started to get going and really starting to feel it, then he was like, he wasn't just getting through. He was getting through, and then he was finishing runs. Yeah. That takes its toll on his defense. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I thought was an absolute key to the game 
was some of the third down conversions in the third quarter yeah. mm-hmm. because they they Jacksonville there was a tight game there and Jacksonville State had a chance to get off the field and they got Henshaw in, in the short passing game yeah. and were able to convert some uh, I think they hit one to C.J. Daniels too uh, and, and convert some of those third downs and then a huge play in the game which was I think it might have been Caden Salter's best play. I mean, obviously, the throw to Tron Sibley, uh, the throw to Bedgood was really nice. Yeah. But one of his best plays was they got a penalty. They were in a second and 19, and they ran the screen play. Yeah. And that it really – he had a bearing yeah. – to Lucas. Yeah. And they had people bearing down on it. And then there wasn't – it wasn't like, oh, I just got to flip it over yeah. and try to get it to him, as the usual screen is. It was – there was bodies around, and he sort of – slung yeah. it in there like in a tight window and they picked up I think like, like 14, 14, 14 yeah. or 15 yeah. yards yeah, yeah, yeah. and it got them, and they got the first down I think maybe went on to score but I thought that was that that throw to me may have been one of his most impressive throws 8 of, of 15 converting on third down 3 of 3 on fourth down yeah so yeah that's yeah. that's an yeah, impressive yeah the fourth down conversions too and the other huge. guy to talk about cuz I I don't think yeah, you had to lean heavy on on Cooley. We, we know that. 28 carries, career-high 163 yards, the two scores. I, Billy Lucas, it doesn't look like he's 100% yet. And Quentin right. Cooley even kind of mentioned that in the post game. But he was involved, and yeah. you need him. Yeah. But Aaron Bedgood is the other part of this. Oh. And you saw him in the past game. He caught the touchdown. You saw him. You know, He's that guy. You can get out on the edge, run the option with him. He's just like – he just has a knack. We, we were talking before – He's like a cat. He kind of yeah. always lands on his feet. Yeah. Like great body control. <laughs> you, you bump in. He had the one where he like put a hand out and almost kept his balance and like spun around and like continued upfield. He's just. Oh, that like, was the one where CJ Daniels, I think, kind of fell yeah, and, and tripped up that guy and got the penalty. But he. Exactly what these, what this team needs in I so mean, many different ways. He can do everything for you. Yeah. Where, where would like. It's yeah. where would you be without him yeah. in some ways? Like I mean, he's I mean, such a key piece now. Hundred percent. Like they went out, they went out and sort of found him. Yeah. You know, I don't know where he was at. If he's State working Farm. at State Farm, yeah. he's at State he Farm. He was at State Farm. Okay. State Farm. But, yeah, they yeah. go out and find him at State Farm. And, he wears khakis, actually. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing with him is what Liberty made a conscious decision to do is hey, we're, they went old school. We're gonna go. We're gonna go two tight ends, right? The old eye flanker, yeah. offset back. Uh, offset fullback, and you look and you think, well, that fullback, that's got to be Moose Johnson out there, right? (laughs) Is that Moose Johnson out there? No, it's not. It's Aaron (laughs) Bedgood. And Aaron Bedgood is the lead. I mean, you're thinking, okay, so if I'm a defense, I look and I see 83 at fullback, I'm like, well, this isn't coming right at us. They're going to hit us with some option. They're going to try to jet sweep them. They're going to finesse us, right? No, no, no. (laughs) We got Moose Aaron Bedgood Johnston (laughs) at the fullback position, and he's running running power right at them. Blocking. So, I mean, that dude went from running power, right, to being in, in the run game, being in the option game, and then you line up in the slot and you run them on a speed post, six points, strike up them. Lights out. Unbelievable game. What are those knives? Him. The knives were the Swiss, Swiss Army, Army knives. Yeah, he's a Swiss Army knife. Another way to slow down the Jack State offense is to keep them off the field. Time of yeah. possession oh, for the flames. Okay, so fourth quarter. The Flames really milked the clock. I mean, there was like a 43-second possession for Jack State. And then it was just like... A dairy farm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nine-and-a-half-minute drive there on our last scoring drive. Oh, it's like 6 a.m. at the dairy farm. That's got to be like, for an offensive player, though... That has to be such a great feeling oh, yeah. when you just know, like, yeah. we're we, just we grinding it As out now. And there's, and you know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. 
everybody in the stadium knows what we're doing, and there's still nothing you can do about it. Love and that's it. what it got to be with Quentin Cooley down the stretch. Love it. What was the time of possession you said? Uh, Liberty ended up winning time of possession, 37 minutes, 43 seconds to Wait, 22 minutes. Wait, did you say that last drive was nine minutes? The nine last minutes. scoring drive yeah. was nine minutes, 39 seconds. Oh, that'll 16 take. plays. That's when you're on the sidelines and you're looking at and you get it as an offense and you get and you see this. You look yeah, at them, you get them all gathered in. Yeah. You get them all yeah. gathered and you got the lead yeah. and you look at them and you say, you got to take their heart. Yeah. You take their heart right yeah. now. Yeah. And they went there for nine minutes. You know what they did? They ripped it right, right out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Temple of Doom style. <laughs> yeah. It was Temple of Doom yeah, style. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Indiana Jones yeah, right. Temple of Doom. Yeah. Arguably, the other biggest play, or the Take biggest play, yeah. could have been Brylin Green. You That's know, a, um, Jack State was driving down the field to close out the first half. Yep. And you have to remember, they were getting the ball um, coming out of yep. half. Yep. So if they would have scored there, that could have really changed the entire momentum of the game. But here comes Brylin Green oh. out of nowhere. He, Chadwell said after the game, Coach Jackson, I don't know if he's a center fielder, but he should be playing center field for you guys this season. Uh, so I think Chadwell's going to be talking to Coach Jackson. His baseball career is, is over. over. We you know need what? him right yeah. here. I bet he right. plays baseball. He doesn't leave this building. I bet he plays yeah. baseball. Yeah, that but, interception was uh, You know what was huge. good about watching that back? What was good about watching because it had the DVR thing yeah. going, right? Is when you watch that interception – Right, you're looking at okay. Here's a quarterback. You're looking on the hash yeah. to see what you got. Okay, they're in cover two. He's this hash. Brylin Green's on on that hash right there. So I take and I look at him, and you see Green flip his hips this way away, right? Which is yeah. a smart little idiosyncrasy, smart move, yeah. right? He flips his hips away. Then as a quarterback turns and looks towards that, he straightens back out, and it's his anticipation. Mm. So his quarterback, they, okay, I got safety's not a problem anymore. Yeah. He goes over here, looks him off, and he throws it. And now, before he's eating the balls out of his hand, he would flipped his hips back, and he's back off the hatch. He's like, boop, right there. And Pick. got the toe that, tap that, on the side. And got the toe tap on the side. Like, like the instincts and anticipation combined with the athleticism is what, and I'm going to say it right now, That and other people have said it, Brylon Green is an elite football player. Okay. Woo! You heard it here yeah, first, first on the Flame Center podcast, now, I've had powered some, by Alcova Mortgage. Fairness, it's Yacht Talk, no, baby. Right. I've had some all fairness. I had some other folks that have said that, Tim yeah, Calso. Sure. Yeah, sure. so some people close to the program. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Uh, can I, do you have anything else on no, the defense? Go, go ahead. Say one other thing on the, two other things on the defense. They've now allowed, in six games, six fourth-quarter points. Get out of here. Six points in the fourth quarter this season. I am pretty sure they said on the broadcast that the Flames have the best fourth quarter defense in the country. Uh, in the nation, this is the best fourth Flames quarter. quarter defense. They call it the Flames quarter. It's Flames, Flames quarter. quarter. Flames quarter. So Big that time. is... Uh, I think what really gets them fired up yeah. is, in all honesty, and when you win the fourth quarter like that, I think it's your favorite. It's the don't Sweet Caroline. No, it's Don't Stop it's Believing. Just, sorry, oh, don't gosh. Stop Believing. It's been way far. It's a, yeah. it's a, don't, uh, yeah, it's a don't Stop Believing song. Yeah. Which right. I heard you playing that in the stadium saw, last night. I, I was like, what? what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> you just flipped the switch. You've ignited the fire. <laughs> I, you just saw all these guys it's just standing quarter. up, all these and Liberty defenders just like. Higher, yeah, higher, yeah. higher. You saw this light come on. It's yeah. like. this. Wait a second. You know, we're home. Yeah. All right, the only other thing I have for the defense, and you know we try to be objective here. We, we we're not just <laughs> We're not it's just when. a sunshine factory. We, we, try to, we try to tell both sides. Tell like it is. I do still have some concerns about pressuring the quarterback. Yes. Yeah. yes. That is still a concern. 
And I do think I, I agree Middle Tennessee, they've been throwing the ball around pretty well here lately. And obviously the one that we circled before the season even started, Western Kentucky. Yeah. That concerns me, the fact that we have struggled getting after the quarterback. And that has been a trend that continues. Even when we bring pressure, we're not, not really getting there. And think about this. I was thinking about that last night. Think about how good these defensive backs and safeties have been this season. Yeah. Your Brylin Greens, your Kobe Singletons. Yeah. Think about how much better they could be if you got a little pressure and forced people to get but rid of the ball But this is a very young D-line, you know? I agree. Like no, you, and I think guys look. like T.J. Bush, that's going to come. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see it. But that does, that is, if they're, if you're like, what concerns you moving right. forward, that would be at the top of the list for me moving yeah, forward. Because, because who have you faced that ha, is really an elite passer? Yeah. Right. And the guy from Western Kentucky is coming. The guy from yeah. Middle, I don't, I haven't looked at Middle Tennessee State yeah, he's much. He's been but really good lately. Yeah. He's been good lately. Yeah. Okay. So you've got some guys coming down the pipe that are elite passers. Yeah. And once again, as Yachtok always says, is you got to come after them with four. Yeah. If you can get after with four and drop seven, you have a chance to win a lot of football games. When you play an elite passer and you're going to bring five or six guys and they know where they're coming from and they're well-coached offensive lines and they pick up blitzes and you got to hold up in the secondary, that is very difficult. So we'll, 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 yeah. see, we'll see where it takes us. All right, tonight we have more CUSA games coming up. UTEP is at FIU, and then you have Sam Houston at New Mexico State University. So we'll see how those shake out. But up next for Liberty – don't worry, we'll get to mailbag, Flames yeah, Fantasy updates, stuff. and bold predictions, which I was way off with my score. Um, I need to just simmer down now. But um, let's preview. Is that the Snell scoring system? The, the Snell scoring yes, system. Yes, that's the Snell scoring system. Is in effect. <laughs> I love, um, I love let's that. preview Middle Tennessee. The Flames will return back to the mountain. Remember, home games mean Flame Central Game Day. So be sure to tune yeah. in. You Bam. can watch an hour before Bam. kickoff on Facebook Live, X, Twitter, whatever. Um, or YouTube, so be yeah. sure you check out that. I am telling you, and I think I said it last week, but I'm not sure. When I was walking on the stadium and saw it, like in the cabanas and everything, Cabana! this. Speaking of elite, elite. Flames elite. Central Game Day is elite. I'm <laughs> gonna try elite. to get Michael Vick on the show this week, not like in attendance, but yeah. on a Zoom. Yeah, so, yeah. um, well, he can come to the mountain. Let's yeah. go. But he has been super high on Liberty. He's been doing a lot of like the Group of Five rankings, and Liberty has been the top of his list. So I'm gonna try to get. Vic on the show. So, regardless, tune in. Yeah. It's some great coverage. But Middle Tennessee is coming off a win over La Tech, uh, La Tech last night. 31-23. There's a look at the stuff while um, Joe looks over what happened. 31-23. Right. Matt can give you some Here's what I can tell you about Middle Tennessee. <laughs> they're 2-5 and five on the year. Oh, they're only 2 and five. Don't let that fool you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Coach They Tyler. win last night. Obviously, they had a pretty good lead over Jacksonville State the week before, coughed it up late. They lost to Colorado State only by eight. They lost on the road at Mizzou only by four. Oh. And then they also oh. played Alabama wait, week wait. one. They lost to Mizzou by four? Yeah, and they, Alabama blew their doors off week one, but that's Alabama. As, yeah, so as they should. They have been playing better of late. Their quarterback, Nick Vadiato, over his last five Whoa. games. Vadiato! Last five <laughs> games, he's averaging 295 pass yards per game. So he has been passing. They've, the pass offense has been really good for them of late. So 23 or 29. Don't wow. sleep on I'm Middle not Tennessee. Sleeping, but every don't single time a team passes the ball against the Flames defense, I'm like, oh, interception. Isn't that crazy? Right. I literally think every single time, oh, we're picking this one off. So. I mean, and I think the I'm, spread or whatever, I think we'll have, probably have Flames double digits. But uh, I'm just saying, you don't think it'll be complete, double digits. I think I probably. I'd say don't. If I had to guess, and I'm, I'm not the yeah. great at this. There's I would, a lot of, 
What, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not ready to do predictions no. for this because That's I a quick really did. Quick turnaround for us, well, too. We're going to no. do predictions. No. We are going to do predictions. I, yeah, we are. Yeah. It's part of the Flame Central. You That's tried, right. you tried Joe. Well, it's a spell you know what? scoring I system. Want, I, I want you to produce this show for once. We have to do it. Okay. No, you're the producer. Anything else? And you do a fabulous job. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. guys completely Mostly. changed everything that I yeah, tried well, to do. You know, speaking of fabulous, um, if you come to Alcova Market, do it, Joe. Do it, right? Go ahead. Listen, go ahead. we're going to customize a plan. There's a lot of different options out there sure. for you. Do you want a conventional loan? Do you want a USDA loan? Do you want an FHA loan? Do you want a VA loan? VHDA, there's grant money out there, right? It's not just, hey, here's your mortgage, move on. Right. Closing costs, everything. Right, you got to know what it best suits you. It's like buying a Whopper; it it's can like, do it any number of ways. Yeah, a hundred different ways. Yeah, and you want to know what best suits you, so we're going to customize that plan for you. And if you're, get those, get those, I got it, I got it. And if you're a Liberty <laughs> alumni or Liberty employee, yeah, you get a special deal, and that is one percent yeah. of whatever your loan amount is. So if you have a three hundred thousand dollar loan, it's a three thousand dollar credit towards your closing costs. Up to five thousand dollars. We got two of them going right now. That's real money. We got two real money people are closings that are going to happen at the yeah. end of this month, where people want five thousand dollar credit money. and twenty five hundred dollar yeah. credit. Yeah. And all you have to do, all you have to do, folks, alumni, employees, go to alumnicommunity.liberty.edu. We have turned that in to be so smooth now. Yeah. After a rough yeah. patch, it's That's very good. smooth. Go there, check it out. We're here to help. I made We're it here my to serve. Page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out my bullet. Couple other things. All right. Couple other things while you while you do that, Em. A uh, couple other news and notes deals. News and I uh, saw this morning Brett McMurphy of the Action Network, formerly of ESPN and some other yeah. places, yeah, college yeah. college reporter. He put out based on the projected point spreads of the games the rest of the season. We're back to undefeated season. Liberty has a 77% chance of finishing 12-0. Now, the surprising part of that, there's 14 remaining unbeatens right now. The surprising part of that is that's the ninth best odds of any team, according to their projections, really? to finish undefeated. They had Georgia, Florida State, all with better odds to finish undefeated, which doesn't seem right to me. I guess they're just strictly going off of each game on its own, what the spread right. would be. Yeah. But I think if you take it in its totality, they are playing that much. They had like North Carolina was like 75%. Yeah. I, I, I lean more towards the ESPN projections we talked about last week yeah. that had Liberty the most likely to go undefeated. Wow. I mean, but, you would think so. Yeah. Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. Um, you know. But so that's Listen, interesting. Listen, let's not put the car before right, right, the horse right. here. The let's other just thing. Slow down. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Oh, no. I, no, go ahead. Because I was going to go off the field before we get to Flames Fantasy. Right. And the other thing, remember, we did a couple of weeks ago the kind of the tracking Caden Salter's season and how yeah. it compares to Malik yeah. Willis and his best season in 21. Oh, oh, uh, I like this. So this is we're good still. Content. So we've so updated the numbers. Give you content. I know. We've updated I know. the numbers. She actually does research. Now, this she is does. still just for the simple math thing. Joe's the numbers guy. I just. Yeah. I'm still doing it through 12 games. Obviously, Liberty's going to play 13 bowl eligible, and it would take a complete meltdown at this point, you would think, for them not to play 14. Like, if you look at the standings, yeah. it's going to be hard for Liberty not to be in that conference USA championship game right. at this point. We can all agree with that. That's a little early, isn't it? No. Okay. Let's, can, all, right, all right. Before we I mean, get to my lot, let's, let's go. All right, let's go there. Football let's go there. Let's go there. A lot of football. 4 0, right? We got, what, four more conference games, yeah. right? So, right now, we uh, Western Kentucky's 2 0. 
Jacksonville State three and one. Jacksonville State isn't eligible for eligible. the championship because yeah. they're transitioning into. D- That's so FBS. dumb. No, so, that is so yeah, dumb. Louisiana Tech yeah. is the next closest. They're two and two, so we're already two games clear of La Tech. We get them here at home, so essentially, if you win that game, that's you're in. You okay, unless we just okay. fall apart. Okay. But like okay, I would say, okay, yes, it would okay. take a complete meltdown. Display. The odds are high. They're very high. Their odds very are high. high. Now you know, the question becomes: Can you host? But here's it? The, here's what I have to say. To that yeah. Man. Do you know what the odds were per win? You know the win percentage tracker. Yeah. Do you know what the percentage tracker was that Miami was going to beat Georgia <laughs> Tech? <laughs> it was at ninety nine point nine percent. So don't count your chickens before they hatch. That's um, the greatest. You, I trust Chadwell a little bit more <laughs> yeah. at the Reigns. That was at the end of the this greatest game, um, meltdown in college football history. So dumb. Last Unreal. night, the the broadcaster said, "Hey, oh, I, yeah, Aaron Murray at the very end decided just to go in on him." Yeah, did you hear like, that? Did you really? He's <laughs> like, he's like, "Oh, Miami should watch this." Yeah, and Jason they're like, knows. They're Neil like, "Miami should watch this." And and the other guy goes, "Yeah, you know, I guess they learned their lesson." He's like, "He should have learned his lesson when he did the same thing at Oregon like two years before." I'm like, "Whoa, Aaron! Like, where's this coming? Like, he just they was, were they were good. They that were, was a good broadcast, broadcast though. Yeah, um, solid broadcast. We've we've picked on Aaron Murray before." That was that was solid record. No, they yeah. they did a okay. But yeah, back to my Caden Sullivan. Um, oh yeah, back. Yeah, oh yes, yeah, sorry. Fast. We sorry. are so. So he's gonna play more than twelve games, but let's just for number six. Hey, he's on pace for in twelve games, almost thirty four hundred total yards, forty four total touchdowns responsible for Malik in twenty one in thirteen games went for thirty seven hundred yards, forty TDs. So right now, Salter's on pace to probably break both those yeah. marks if you get the fourteen. Wow. Game. Let's go. What about baby. rushing yards? Malik's rushing yards compared to him. Uh, yeah, it's more. I think I want to say I don't have the breakdown, but I want to say Malik had about 900 yeah, rushing he yards. Yeah, he rushed for 1,000. So, yeah, he's, it was How more. Many but I'm okay with, right like, think no, about, look at the difference of, like, their size, too. And I don't know. I right. think it's you okay that Salter's not getting hit. You don't necessarily much in we running the ball that, as much. want yeah. Salter to have to run as much. And we mm-hmm. thought he might have to run a lot last night yeah. based on the running back room and the injuries yeah. and all that. He had a couple of nice runs. He did. He had the one where he spun yeah. out all the way around and yeah. ended up yeah. uh, running for a nice gain. I'll look up rushing yards. I the like how they move him. Slow. They move him around a little bit. They get him to heel here, a little move over there. It, the yeah. off, offense keeps it nice and smooth. What do you want? Do you want mailbag now. next? Do you want uh, uh No, sorry. Let's do Flames Fantasy Update okay. because. Oh. Whoop, whoop, okay. Whoop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do. Oh, Here's before when, I, when yeah, you when you pick blah, that, blah, I just want to give blah. a shout out to um, Liberty Field Hockey going on oh, the road, beating yeah. number one UNC. Yes, they did. The pack line defense yeah, in field is ho- yeah. hockey is yeah. legit, people. I mean, that's a defense. Um, congratulations to the uh, Flames on that victory over the number one team that, that in the nation. Yeah. Joe Yock, you have got to right here on the Flame Central podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Yeah. Pick a team. Oh, stop. No, UNC, no. you're Get sitting here. here Emily's doing that. How many times, Joe, have we Go seen ahead. Emily do her dumb like, if it you owls? No, get out of here. Get out of here. You're sitting there leading the band at UNC. I did happen to go to graduate from there, Emily. I did also happen to play. you went back to graduate. I actually did. You know, I just want to let everybody know that. I went to play my rookie year in the CFL, and I had 15 hours 
left on my degree. And after my rookie season, I went back to school at UNC and finished my 15 hours and graduated. You can see the diploma. It's in my office. <laughs> yeah, photocopy. Okay, but, There's but, like lines but, through but, it. But, but yeah, I mean, come on. I'm just joking with you, Joe. Okay, it's now, all love. Now, so. the pack line defense that I helped install right. at uh -huh. Liberty, I'm watching <laughs> it come to shape. Yeah, yeah. And it's been, you know, there's things that are rewarding in life, right? Yeah. And these are, this is, this is one of the things you yeah. feel like, you know what, Joe, you've made a difference. Yeah. And how <laughs> yeah. I've helped that coaching staff uh, right. put that pack line defense in right. and beat the number, Mike Tar Heels, yeah. the number one team in the nation, it's very rewarding from within. That's All right, good. we're wrapping up in less than five, so let's get to the Flames oh, wow. Fantasy Update. Okay, wow. All right, Flames fantasy update. Remember, Emily took the lead last week. This week, Joe was led by Trayon Sibley with 14 points. Nice. Bentley Hanshaw, 3.7. That's it? Drop off after that. He had one, like, uh, one He had catch. like three catches, yeah. I three think, catches. or two catches. He didn't have a lot of yards. Yeah, no, two catches, 27 yards. No. Uh, so Joe put up 22.9 points. He's at 134 and a half. Emily got more than that just from Quentin Cooley. He had 28.4 points. She also got seven and a half from Brylin Green. She put up 41.1. She is at 225.6. Deuces, baby. Two, two, single. Okay. Uh, I was led by Tyron Dupree, who had a really, another really solid game. I think he had 11 total tackles Dupree and 12 to finish. We have Joe uh, Carter a lot. Joe Carter, uh, yeah. Dupree uh, had 12 total points. tackles. Dupree is solid. Um, so he was great. Aaron Bed, good. 13.4 points. He had a touchdown. Uh, Elijah Smoot was game. nowhere to be found. Same with uh, Jerome Jolly. So that that didn't that didn't help. How many points? I put up twenty nine point six. So I'm at two ten point one. Emily right now is fifteen smoke. points up. Do you know? It feels so good hold on, hold on, to just continue to have the consistent success that I, I do. I I think we should have an executive decision made. Oh boy! You know, this like in Uno, a you know, you know, like in Uno, league. Yeah, you, you know, start like, making <laughs> executive decisions and things aren't going well. You yeah. know, like in Uno, yeah, right. And I play Uno with Reese, my son, yes. all the time. Yeah. And so we play Uno, and then yeah. you have a thing where you shuffle hands. Yeah, right. Oh so yeah, you, yeah. You, you switch, switch hands, shuffle. So let's just make an interaction. I don't Everybody know. We're not. Redraft. No, no, redraft. Every like I get Emily's team because I'm in last place. You and then you get Matt's team. That no, yeah, is no, the most no. idiotic thing no. I've I mean, ever heard. Make it much more uh, for you. All right. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The we got the, a mailbag. The Snell. The Snell oh, scoring the Snell system. system. Yes, I'm glad you brought uh, the this Snell up. scoring system. Thank you, oh, like our I friend. Said, man, I was way off with my, my friend Jeff Snell. Uh, Send me a picture of him with his mug. He got his mug out. Yeah. Uh, so you'll remember. Uh, Emily picked 42-35, immediately regretted it. <laughs> I said that. Yeah. yeah. Joe picked Liberty. I was going to say 21-13. Joe picked so Liberty been... to win 30-28. So oh. Joe was very close on the Liberty score. Yeah. Uh, I picked Liberty 24-20. I ended up being the closest. Well, no! So I get my first win. Uh I year. don't agree with the snow scoring. Season. I mean, I, numbers <laughs> don't lie. You did last week. Numbers you don't lie. You did last week yeah. when you won. So you, you are. So you won. So wait, yeah. 24-20. Basically, okay. I was seven points off of each team. Um, okay. And you said okay. you were going to. I'm not um, going to. I will not question that. Bedgood was going to take one of the house. Didn't happen. Okay. Whoa, 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 house, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Let's get. Bed yeah, he scored but long I said, to be fair, I did say kickoff return. Yeah. Oh, so he did not. Emily had a wide receiver, touchdown, running back, and quarterback all the score. <laughs> uh, almost. Almost. Oh, I said CJ uh, Daniels. I said CJ Daniels. You had CJ Daniels going off. That, that obviously yeah. didn't happen either. So uh, so there you go. Do you want mailbag or do you want to give our bold predictions now? Um, you ready for bold predictions, Joe? 
No, both save both characters. Let's go mailbag. Okay. Mailbag. All right, mailbag looks like this. We got a really good question. It is uh, it's actually field hockey related. Oh, oh, let's go. So this comes to us from Mark Murdoch. Oh, this is my area. Actually, he asked two questions. Yeah. His first one, Joe, this is a good yeah. one for you. Yeah, especially. Are football referees spotting the ball more inconsistently than ever this season? And I think even last night there was a couple of questionable like spots. I do feel yeah. like it. Yeah. Here's, Some here, crews, yeah. I feel like yeah. if it's nine they and a gave, half, they gave, they're like, let's just, yeah. let's just. Here's, they gave like, Liberty a first down yeah. where he was, Salter was way short, but they yeah. like they reviewed, reviewed it. But, and, but here's but the thing. Still. It's this, like, I agree with them. It's yeah. the spotting of the ball. Like they're just rolling up there. Like, okay. I understand if you want to go fast. Yeah. Right. But you have to go fast within the rules of the game. Accurate. Right? Yeah. And, when, and yeah. accuracy, good point. Accuracy is within the rules yeah. of the game. And so these dudes are running up there, especially like you said, it's at nine and three quarters yards and they just throw the ball down. They're like, yeah. first down, let them go. Like, yeah. whoa, hold yeah. on. Like, let's slow it down. I do feel like it does seem more inconsistent than ever. Not yeah. even talking about last night where there were a couple. But just in general, I feel like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was yeah. just, that's good, just more of an observation. Good, point. good, good observation. Point. His, his better question is, is the field hockey team the only Liberty team to ever defeat two number I mean, one ranked teams? Area. This is your area. They defeated of Rutgers in 21 in the tournament and UNC this year. Yeah, so this is your area I, of expertise. I put our crack research staff on this. Yeah. Bill Smith. <laughs> Billy Smith. Bill Smith and whoever Billy else he incorporated. Smith. I think he he sounded the horn, all the SIDs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, I will give the RSIDs yeah. a shout out. The best SIDs in the country because you know they all, Paul Carmony, he's Joe Carmony out. probably had a Joe field day Car- this. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so they fun. love this. Oh, so yeah. this is right in their wheelhouse. So they looked it up. Football program defeated number one Carson Newman in 1984 as an NAIA member. Bam. And then beat number one Coastal Carolina Bam. in that famous game as an FCS member to go to the playoffs. But Wait, number one coast what? Uh, that was uh, oh FCS FCS gotcha. days. Yeah, gotcha. So field hockey is the only program in Division One at okay. Liberty to ever have two wins over a number one ranked team. So yes, in reality, they are the only program to have done yeah. it wow. in the same. You know, that is level. pretty impressive. So, big time. And he moved up to number impressive. seven in the polls this week. Which, by the way, you're That's- nine. You knock off one. You yeah. cowards! Put them in the top five. <laughs> in the top five. <laughs> Give me a break. Speaking of the Carmony brothers. <laughs> what is that? Oh, we'll bump that them up two spots. Him. They go on the road. <laughs> you go to At UNC. Nobody wins there. I don't, yeah. The old, the hey, Are who's the last me? team? The clip. Are you kidding me? This might be the clip. It Tell might be me the last spot. team that beat UNC on their home field. Oh, it was Liberty. Oh, oh. like are sorry. You, two we spots? have a my moment coming what out is this? of that. They didn't beat Quinnipiac. They beat UNC on the road. Cowardly lion. Give me a break. <laughs> Speaking of the Carmony brothers, every single morning um, when I'm walking yeah. Stanley on the trails, yeah. I see the Carmony brothers, you know, doing their yeah. jog. So maybe you can train with them for your mile That's, run. The miles oh, never see, happening. Oh, the miles never. Happening. Joe is just hoping we've that. all forgotten about this. No, yeah. That's not true. Oh, I, that's not true. That hey, one time he walked in with crutches. Yeah. All right, we got to wrap this thing up. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. All right, bold. <laughs> what do you want to say? Ryan Barr and I, Ryan Barr, Liberty employee, yes. are now in the last two weeks at JPL Pickleball. 10 and 0. Okay. Oh, yeah, because so you're making up rules, we're apparently. Ta- we're talking about <laughs> undefeated. Yeah. Um, all right, bold Job, predictions. Ryan. And then remember, next week, I'm pretty sure we may be able to get a special guest. Do you want to just say it? On the Let's show. Let's just say it. Yeah, get it. Get it are we, we going to just yeah, go Thursday on. then? 
Let's do that. Uh, Let's do that. Here's what we're going to do. All right. Listen up. Look, America, I'm looking at you right now. (laughs) Here's what's happening. Next week, Liberty will play Tuesday. Yeah. We're not going to have a podcast Wednesday, and here's why. Here's why. We are going to have David Pollack on the show. He's coming on the show. He's coming on the show. Formerly of College Game Day. You can yep. find him all over Twitter. He does a lot of great work. He has a He's podcast as well. Guy. Yeah, great, great faith and family podcast. Mm-hmm. He is coming on the Flame Central podcast. Powered by, by Alcova Mortgage. Oh, what about that clip? With the oh, that's what that's if he messes that up? He, oh, he's, a he's a pro. He's a pro. He's a pro. So he's going to come on with us Thursday. So we're going to go Thursday Combo, because he's right? coming to speak at Cabo. Yeah. We get him a little early. He's going to come, so we'll have our we'll have our podcast on Thursday because yeah. we want to wait for David Pollack. Yeah. That's, I think that so, that's a pretty good reason of yeah, why we wait. Yeah. But we will bring the on. same energy as we oh. did today. Yeah. So, bold Pollock's predictions not, from Middle Pollock's Tennessee. Ready. Pollock's a level-headed guy. Yeah. He's a very rational thinker. I don't know if he's going to be like, whoa. You know what, he's <laughs> a defensive guy. You just got to tap in. He's got to tap You got to figure out what. He's got to hit the button. And then pull his heart yank it out, just like the flames Pull everybody's heart um, okay, so bold predictions yes. for Middle Tennessee here at uh, Williams Stadium. Bold prediction? You want me to go bold first? Bold prediction. All right, bold prediction is that I think the Cooley. No, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeding your fire. I'm going different directions okay. because I'm because I know he's your fantasy player, and so I'm not feeding that fire. We're going back to one of my guys. Okay. We're going back to one of my guys, and I'm gonna go with this. Is a, he, he's been on? He, we haven't heard from him much lately. Yeah. Right. Bold prediction. Quentin Reese. Two interceptions. Okay. Two. Not one, You're but right. two. You know, Brian Green is kind of. Yeah, he's taking the interceptions. He's kind of become that guy back yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quentin Reese can just fly over the They're going to go away. Right. Get away from yeah. Brian Green. They're going to go to Quentin Reese. He's a player. He's going to make plays. Right. Two interceptions. M? Are we doing. Oh, yeah. What's the score? score? What's the score yeah. prediction? Score prediction is. Uh, they'll, they'll score a little bit. They, they, they're quarterbacks. I'm going to say 38 21 Liberty. Ooh. Mine's very similar to that. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go uh, final score 35-17. And then I'll do – Salter will have over 250 total yards. That is that's not – that's a terribly – that's, that's awful. That's not – There's nothing bold about and, that. 250. I know, but I okay, just – He had over 200. <laughs> I know, I know. I just looked. <laughs> just, just, I've just been right, really, let me really get my, bold. You think about that. Let me get my – I've been really bold on my predictions. <laughs> you think about later. that. Okay. I'm going Liberty wins 42-20. Salter accounts for five total TDs. That's bold. That's what I'm doing. That's really, That's I wasn't done. I All right, go. Say no, just go, that. Back. go back. Go back. Um, okay, I will say, I'll go on the defensive side. Okay. I'll say we'll have two interceptions and a fumble recovery. Oh, two by Quentin Reese. No, not by Quentin Reese. And a fumble recovery. You know what I'll say for my bold prediction? Oh, boy. Non-Quentin Reese. all over the map. You know what the best part is? Non-Quentin Reese interceptions. Okay, non-Reese. Non-Reese to... Brylan Green, two interceptions. You know what is the great? Machine. What's great with Emily is no, your, single your is an We can always machine. go to Emily into going bolder, and it's very easy. <laughs> She'll start with like, I think this, and we're like, oh, it's like okay, okay, yeah, eight I'll, touchdowns. Yeah, I'll, for, you can always keep her. You know oh, what? that's not bold you enough. She's easy to yeah, listen, listen to this. Yeah. She's yeah. easy yeah. to attack. You guys attack yeah. me, yeah. and you no, know what feels good? You do, and you know what feels good when I'm walking around the streets of Williams Stadium, and I have fans. The concourse, the concourse, and levels of Williams Stadium. Because I have multiple, almost three. Almost, um, <laughs> almost. 
like, what are you talking about? Fans come up to me with so much support about why you guys are so mean to me and how I'm able to have thick skin and take it and how it helps the podcast. You know what I hear? I am doing it. People always say, I love how you guys just give it to him. It's so mean. People love it. Okay. Thanks so much for um, supporting their uh, bulliness towards me. Um, We'll be right back here. Little sister. I know. (laughs) And you're a cute little sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, thanks so much. We love you. You're special. Remember, this is the Flame Central Podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. And we will be back here next Thursday. Flames Nation, be sure to show up and show out for Thursday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday's game against Middle Tennessee. And check out the Flame Central game day. Starts at 6 p.m. on those accounts. So thanks so much. We'll see you next Thursday.